good afternoon and welcome to your DIY health here on the Eurofolk Radio Network. I'm your host, Sergeant Jim Ram, retired. You can call me Sarge. It is Tuesday, July 20th, 2021. And this program is meant to present nutritional information only and is in no way meant to replace the advice of a competent medical professional, assuming you can find one. I'm not a doctor, and that's a good thing. In my opinion, the doctors most people go to see when they have a health issue, MDs, are wrapped around the axle of their training. Unfortunately, their training is in drugs and surgery, and it doesn't equip them to treat the over 900 chronic health issues that are proven to be a result of a nutritional deficiency. I'm simply someone who's been studying under the tutelage of one of, if not the top nutritional authorities in the world, Dr. Joel Wallach. Now, I don't treat diseases. I don't even treat people. I simply advise people how to give their bodies the raw materials they need to support and maintain good health. And when the body has what it needs, it'll fix itself. The body wants to fix itself. The body knows how to fix itself. It has a God-given innate ability to do so. The only thing it's missing is the raw materials. And when you put those back into the mix, stand back and wait to be amazed because your body's going to do some really cool stuff. Now, you can visit my website at yourdiyhealth.com. That's Y-O-U-R-D-I-Y, like do-it-yourself, health, H-E-A-L-T-H, yourdiyhealth.com. There's all kinds of information there. All the products we talk about are there. If you have any questions about anything, just hit the Contact Me button. It'll give you the option to call and leave a message or send an email. Either way, we'll get back with you as quickly as possible and uh, we'll do everything we can to get your questions answered and get you back on the right track as soon as possible. <coughs> now, um, while you're on the site, make sure that you check out the, uh, uh, the what? <laughs> the radio shows tab. That's what. Uh, there's all, you know, all the information on the shows is there at the top of the page. You'll see the link to our archive page set up through castbox.fm. And then scrolling down a little bit further, you'll see the information about the shows we do, when they're on, and how you listen. And then at the bottom of the page, you'll see the link to the Facebook page as well as the chat room. And wonder of wonders, I haven't gotten banned from Facebook lately. It's been, you know, the first, I think, four months of this year, I was uh, in Facebook jail more than I was out. Uh, I'd only be out for a day or two, I'd post something truthful, and boom, they'd stick me back in. And I'd put some things up there that are fairly provocative, and they haven't banned me. I can't figure out what's going on. I must be slipping on, you know, losing my touch or something. My game is slipping or something. But whatever it is, we're able to post there, and we'll see how long that holds up. But uh, it is what it is. Let's see here. Um just looking at some of the different things going on right now i got a uh, little video i'm going to play real quickly here it's about seven minutes long and uh, it's very interesting the guy that does the introduction gets his name wrong but this is attorney tom renz r-e-n-z i believe is how it's spelled and um he is the attorney who is working with uh, several different groups around the country but uh he lives in Ohio. He's uh, been working with Ohio Stands Up, uh, which is a group here that has filed uh, uh, filed a lawsuit against the uh, um, Governor DeWine and his Nazi-like uh, actions with experimental shots and all this other stuff, and previously the mandates and everything. And uh, the first case was filed in the federal district court in the northwestern part of the state. Um, 
on May 25th, he filed another suit in the Ohio Supreme Court um, to save our children, <laughs> basically, from the experimental COVID-19 shots. And uh, here he is um, uh, covering a <laughs> very, very good piece of news that uh, we will, I'll let him tell you. But here we go. Here it is. Please stand to your feet as we welcome Thomas Wren to expose the corruption of Dr. Anthony Fauci. Well, I got to tell you all, uh, it is a true honor and pleasure to be here. God has blessed me so much. Uh, today is really important to me. Uh, every one of these is, it's just incredible. It's incredible to see the people, to see God, to feel him moving in us. It's amazing. Thank you, Clay. Thank you so much. I'm going to talk about something real serious today. And uh, this is a brand new announcement. I'm filing papers in federal court today. So you guys are the first to hear. And yeah, go ahead and post it. It'll be censored in about six seconds. But here's what I'm going to say to those that are going to censor this. Google, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. Let me tell you what I'm going to say. You are complicit in causing death. And I cannot wait to sue you over and over again. So ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you what a woman who has incredible courage, who we're calling Jane Doe for right now, she gave me some information. She's an insider. She's a whistleblower. We're submitting to federal court today based on a sworn declaration. Under threat of perjury, this woman attested to this, and she is an expert. We know, based on what she said, that there have been at least 45,000 deaths from this vaccine. I'm going to tell you what I know. I know, based on this woman's testimony, because she has seen the inside of the systems, that there have been 45,000 deaths based on how many people died within three days of the vaccine in just one system that's reporting to the federal government. Now, I'm going to tell you what I can't prove. That, that piece of information, that 45,000 deaths, okay, I want to put that in perspective. 45,000, look around you. If all of you were dead now, that would not even come close to 45,000. I live in a town of about 10 to 12,000. If they killed my entire town, that would not be 45,000. Not a mathematician. Ladies and gentlemen, 45,000, and let me tell you what, there are reportedly around 11 or 12 systems that are reporting uh, deaths and injuries to the government. How many have really died? And why are they covering it up? These people are murdering people. This is, this is complicity at minimum. People need to be in jail. We, do you remember Brett Kavanaugh? 
The serious of the charges were such that we had to put that man through hell twice. The serious of the charges. One woman from 30 years ago who couldn't remember what she was saying. I am telling you, we have someone who has sworn under penalty of perjury that there's been at least 45,000. And my guess, I've been working on this for a while now, is that it's immensely higher number. Immensely. They know it, and they are covering it up, and I want investigations immediately. America's frontline doctors empowered me to file this suit in Alabama. Thank you, Simone. Thank you, Joey. Thank you, all of you that are doing this. Because of that suit, we were able to make these connections and define this. 45,000. You're going to get censored when you talk about this. And you know what? If they try and censor the risk, I would say that's complicity. And I cannot wait to find out in court. So let's see. 45,000. Let's see what they do. I want to challenge you all, okay? This is kind of a new idea for me, and it literally came to me this morning. I, I just, it's a random thing. I have no idea if this will work. Since we can't talk about the 45,000 murders because they, people weren't able to give informed consent because they've been covering up the risk, let's try and get 45,000 to trend on Twitter. We can't call it murders, but maybe we can. Let's try and get it to trend on Facebook. Just post everywhere you can. Now, I want to suggest maybe you go to Cloud Hub or something decent because God knows Facebook and Twitter suck. Am I allowed to say that in the church? I'm sorry. I'm, I'm very fired up. I am. Ladies and gentlemen, eighty percent, eighty percent of the vaccinations have uh, the eighty percent failure rate in Israel. They don't work. The absolute risk reduction from these vaccinations, one percent. You're being experimented on for one percent, and they want to experiment on my babies. I have an 8-year-old and 11-year-old. As God is my witness, hell will freeze over before I stand down on this. So I apologize. I'm, I'm more than a little bit frustrated, and I've been very eager to share this information because we need it everywhere. If you're at home, wherever you are, 45K. Let's call it the 45K initiative, right? We want everyone to hear this. I want investigations in Congress. I want Nancy Pelosi to call investigations. Do you care about our kids? She's claiming to. Let's see what she does. I want Adam Schiff, who talked about the seriousness of the accusations of Brett Kavanaugh. Well, I'm accusing you guys of covering up thousands of deaths. So ladies and gentlemen, let's make sure that people hear about this. And there you have it. 45,000 deaths by sworn affidavit. Um, the one thing I disagree with him on is having uh, congressional hearings. Because anybody that's been watching this for any length of time realizes that a con congressional investigation is the kiss of death to the truth. 
So I'm not so much not so sure about that, but I want to make sure that the world knows that there have been at least that many deaths, probably a whole lot more, and that virtually all the lamestream media, virtually everyone in government are complicit not only in the cover-up but in the actual deaths because every day they remain silent on this more people die and it's absolutely unconscionable that this continues to go on and this kind of segues right into the next thing Tucker Carlson last night covered uh, the Democrats claim that we're in a pandemic of unvaccinated which is absolutely unreal and untrue but uh, let's listen to what Tucker has to say. Takes a little bit to load here. If you're trying well, to lose course, belly fat, goofy, stop doing cardio. This uh, sounds backwards, right? Well, believe it or not. Oh, great. Uh, let me go back and see if I can try this again. <laughs> I clicked on a little X in the corner and it closed the whole thing out. I was hoping it would just stop the stupid commercial that was playing. And now I have to scroll through all of these things to find the one I was looking for. What a pain in the backside. You can't make things easy, so you can just click something and play what you want to play. They always got to throw their stupid little ads in there. And for some reason, I don't know why it doesn't go back to the original page. Oh, there we go. Let's try this again. If I can get the thing to come up. And... Come on. I'll have to mute the thing until the ad's done, I guess. But, uh, really... <laughs> come on, the thing isn't loading at all. Good grief. I don't know what's going on. And now my uh, butt just quit and luckily logged back in again. Good heavens. There's all kinds of weird stuff going on today. Let's see if this starts again. Alright, I'm going to mute it for now. And get through the ad. And then I'll unmute it. <laughs> uh, oh. Attack. We always find a way to persevere. We as conservatives have ultimate faith in people. The birthplace of Jesus. Give it to right. God. He is doing this for a reason. This is about veterans. There is a way to find justice. Absolutely. It's beautiful. different every time, so I'm just going to let this thing play. It all leads to this. Yeah. At home with me, Paula Dean. We should learn from the history. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. There, now I think we're going to get it. Last week, as you remember, a group of Texas state legislators decided to cast down their nets and follow their consciences. They left their native land on a kind of pilgrimage to find democracy. By leaving, ironically, they ended democracy in their own state. In their absence, Texas could no longer pass laws. But they believed it was worth it. They were serving a cause bigger than themselves. So they set out on the journey of a lifetime with just the clothes on their backs. They took nothing apart from a private jet, iPhones for selfies and regular social media updates, and a case of Miller Lite for sustenance. They forewent even their paper obedience masks, the ones that federal law require the rest of us to wear when we travel by air. But not these pilgrims. They took no masks. They traveled light. They were like the Viet Cong, marching 50 miles in truck tire sandals and sleeping in trees. They were only about their mission. 
Finally, after a grueling refueling stop at an FBO en route, they arrived in Washington as conquering heroes. One of the pilgrims, an enthusiastic, if not especially bright legislator called Gene Wu, boasted that fans were all but throwing themselves at him as he arrived at National Airport in D.C. Virtue has its benefits. The group then even met with the president of the United States, Kamala Harris, who compared them to the civil rights marchers of old. There were no German shepherds or fire hoses or bridges to cross, but it was a very similar vibe. You could smell the moral heroism. And then, strangely, you couldn't smell anything at all. A number of the pilgrims reported feeling sick and then losing their olfactory sense. Uh-oh. As it turned out, at least five of the pilgrims had come down with the dreaded coronavirus. Kamala Harris had clearly been exposed to that, and she was whisked away to Walter Reed Medical Center for undisclosed but easily guessed reasons. For our friend Gene Wu, this was all very embarrassing. Wu had intended to dazzle Kamala Harris, not infect her with a deadly pathogen. Thankfully, Gene Wu has a philosophical streak. Let our mistake be the object lesson, Wu tweeted. All of us had been fully vaccinated since March. We got complacent because we felt safe. Being vaccinated doesn't always stop you from spreading the virus. Always mask up indoors. Gene Wu wrote the last sentence in all caps, like a scientist. Good to know. But wait a second. This seems like news. It turns out, according to Gene Wu, that being vaccinated doesn't stop you from getting COVID-19 or from spreading it to other people. Did you know that? Gene Wu didn't know that. Just a week ago, on July 13th, Wu said exactly the opposite of that. In fact, he explained that the pilgrims didn't need masks as they traveled because they'd all been vaccinated, and the vaccine works, dummy. It's science. But now Gene Wu was telling us it doesn't work, and his friends have the virus to prove it. What's going on here, Gene Wu? Unfortunately, Dr. Wu was not able to join us tonight. He's still at the airport meeting his many fans. So instead, we have tape for you from the UK's chief scientific advisor, a man called Sir Patrick Valance. This tape is from today. Gene Wu and his friends should have watched it before they left Texas. It makes you wonder, how effective are these drugs anyway? Watch. In terms of the number of people in hospital who've been double vaccinated, we know it's around 60% of the people being admitted to hospital with COVID have been double vaccinated. And that's not surprising because the vaccines are not 100% effective. So fully 60% of patients admitted to British hospitals for severe, presumably life-threatening cases of COVID, because that's why you go to the hospital, had been fully vaccinated. That's what he just said. Several hours after he said it, Valance sent a tweet clarifying that he meant only 40% of patients admitted to UK hospitals had been fully vaccinated. He didn't provide evidence to substantiate anything he said. But still, either number seems like big news. Now, the number may be small in total in the aggregate, but the fact that anybody is going to the hospital, particularly a big percentage of people who are going to the hospital, has already been vaccinated, is the opposite of what they've been telling us here in the United States. They've been telling us anyone who's fully vaccinated is fine. The only people getting dangerously sick or dying from COVID are those people who've refused to get the vaccine. Joe Biden said that once again just the other day. Look, the only pandemic we have is among the unvaccinated. And, that, and, they're, and they're killing people. They're killing people. This show is killing people for asking those naughty questions. We've heard that a lot, including from elected officials, a lot of them. 
because the only people getting sick are the ones who've refused for political reasons to get the vaccines. How many times have you heard that in the past month as they continue to politicize medicine to an almost irrecoverable point? Our CDC director, Rochelle Walensky, has joined in. She said the same thing. If you're vaccinated, she's assured us you're safe. You're not simply protected from infection. You're protected from serious illness, from hospitalization, even from the lurking menace known as the Delta variant. This is becoming a pandemic of the unvaccinated. We are seeing outbreaks of cases in parts of the country that have low vaccination coverage because unvaccinated people are at risk. And communities that are fully vaccinated are generally faring well. The good news is that if you're fully vaccinated, you are protected against severe COVID, hospitalization and death, and are even protected against the known variants, including the Delta variant circulating in this country. If you are not vaccinated, you remain at risk. And our biggest concern is that we are going to continue to see preventable cases, hospitalizations, and sadly deaths among the unvaccinated. We're not saying there's no benefit to the vaccine. There may well be profound benefits to the vaccine. Our mind is open and has been from the first day. We never encourage anyone to take or not to take the vaccine. Obviously, we're not doctors. But we know lying when we see it, and you just saw it, to say again in unison, and they're all saying it, this is a pandemic of the unvaccinated is simply untrue. That's a lie. There's a massive discrepancy between that political talking point, which is exactly what it is. Thank you, Rochelle Walensky. Thank you, President Biden. And what the data in a bunch of different countries are showing. Someone needs to explain that. Tell us the truth. People can handle it. And what is going on with the government's own VAERS database, the vaccine harm database that you're required to ignore, but that the Biden administration maintains anyway, but the numbers are bad? What are the real numbers? Who knows? No one will say. As of tonight, the VAERS database reports more than 1,000 cases of heart inflammation in people 30 and under who've taken the vaccine. Is that a big deal? Is it not? Should we worry about that? How are those people doing? We don't know. As of this week, the CDC and the FDA say they've confirmed more than 600 reports of heart inflammation and swelling, and that number is almost certain to rise. What's the context for those numbers? Is that a full count? Is it an undercount? Why is anyone trying to find out, and why aren't they telling us? How come no one in the federal government is working transparently to complete a full assessment of all vaccine side effects and then tell the public what they are? Is there some reason people are being compelled to take the vaccine and millions are being compelled to take the vaccine? Shouldn't know that? Oh, shut up, say the dummies on TV. The only people still getting COVID are right-wingers, Fox News viewers, who won't follow instructions. Just last week, new infections went up 70%. And according to uh, the CDC, which over, excuse me, the NIH, which oversees the CDC, it is... Uh, Absolutely, 95, 99.5% of those infections mm -hmm. are people who haven't gotten vaccinated. I mean, come on. Uh, anybody who disputes that sort of stuff is putting people's lives at risk and potentially killing them. <laughs> Maybe when you know too much about someone, it's hard to take medical advice from that person. But there are a lot of those people giving you medical advice on television, and you should ignore them. The advice they're giving you isn't designed to help. It's designed to make you comply. And you shouldn't comply mindlessly. You're an American adult. You are allowed to ask simple questions and then demand clear answers. 
That's why we live here. That's your birthright. For example, schools across the country are now forcing children to take the vaccine as a condition of their education. So is that a good idea? Is it rooted in science? We should know the answer to that. Why wouldn't we know the answer to that? But before we can answer that question, we need to know how many young people are dying from COVID. Okay, let's go to the CDC website. According to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, a total of 335 Americans under the age of 18 have died from coronavirus in this country. That's the number. But what does that number mean exactly? The CDC did not provide any specific information on the circumstances of those deaths. And the circumstances can be all important. So researchers at Johns Hopkins, led by Dr. Marty McCary, looked closely at those numbers and what they actually meant. And here's what they found. Quote, a mortality rate of zero among children without a pre-existing medical condition such as leukemia. Oh, leukemia is a very serious underlying medical condition. So does that mean that no one under 18 without a serious underlying medical condition died from COVID? Seems that way. So then is it as a matter of science and public policy necessary to force every child, including the millions without pre-existing conditions, to get vaccines and wear masks all day? What about adults who already have had COVID? There are millions of those. The Johns Hopkins researchers found that the CDC is barely doing anything to answer that question. The CDC's reports on rates of natural immunity and what that immunity means and whether people who have it should get the vaccine or benefit from it in any way or need it. McCary's team noted that that guidance is, quote, outdated. Outdated, really, a year and a half into this pandemic. These are relevant and vital questions. They are hardly denial of anything. They're the opposite. They are a search for truth, an open-minded one, a relentless one that will not be shamed into silence. That is what science is. And we should not allow ourselves to be bullied by political forces into ignoring obvious questions. There you have it. You know, you can think what you want to, Tucker, but I think he's doing the best he can under the circumstances on that network. I'm hopeful one of these days he will... Uh, step out on his own and basically do his own show somewhere else. Uh, Lord knows his followers would follow him. <laughs> but uh, anyway, I did want to uh, uh, read this press release uh, from the Ohio Stands Up group. It says, files lawsuit in Ohio Supreme Court to save our children from Governor DeWine's Nazi-like actions with the dangerous experimental COVID-19 shots. May 25, 2021, Ohio Stands Up filed a lawsuit today in the Ohio Supreme Court seeking to prohibit, my apologies, still got some goobers in my throat, seeking to prohibit the unconstitutional and illegal activities of Governor Mike DeWine. Ohio Stands Up is seeking to prevent DeWine from committing crimes, including harming Ohio's children with the experimental and dangerous mRNA and DNA-altering shots that turn children into genetically modified organisms. Experiments conducted by Nazi doctors like these on children resulted in the execution of the doctors. Why should those who experimented on our children today be treated any differently? Woo! The uh, $5 million lottery was announced by Governor DeWine as a crazy idea, not only was it crazy, but it also was unconstitutional and illegal. 
The COVID action, or excuse me, the legal action, writ of prohibition, seeks to prohibit this uh, governor's craziness with the public treasury. The writ also seeks to prohibit Governor DeWine's current and any future unlawful acts, including shutting down Ohio, ordering Ohio masked, deeming people and businesses non-essential, shuttering businesses, discriminating against people, and creating medical apartheid. Ohio Stands Up seeks to require the governor to uphold his oath of office that he has broken and failed to respect and honor. Ohio has been harmed tremendously and continues to be harmed by Governor DeWine and his unconstitutional mandates. Ohio Stands Up believes the Ohio Supreme Court is the last resort for our children to have some measure of protection against the despotic tyranny DeWine seeks to impose upon them. And the poison shots he seeks to pump into their bodies, he must be stopped. Don't let your children be jabbed or they will be irreversibly damaged and harmed. The lawsuit and supporting evidence have been filed with the Ohio Supreme Court. May we all pray that God seeks favor on our cause to protect our children from the damaging intentions and effects of the mRNA experimental shots targeted to our population and its children. May God have mercy upon our soul, upon the souls of those who, in the medical community who hold their souls to evil for greed and money and have allowed this panic and destruction to occur, but did nothing. Stand now for righteousness, better later than never. And that's Robert uh, Gargas, Esquire, Robert J. Gargas, uh, Lorraine, Ohio, and he's one of the ones I'm working with Tom Rents if I remember right. And uh, we also had recently had in Ohio had a bill passed, I can't remember the number, <clears throat> but Sherry Tenpenny actually came down and testified in favor of it. Uh, but it basically it did pass. I don't know whether it has been signed yet. Um, but basically it will prohibit the mandating of any injections, not just the COVID shots, but virtually all the stuff that currently people think they have to get their kids in order to, to attend public school and um, so far um, I know it's passed but I don't know what the status is from there uh, but we'll see I want to read off some numbers 99.9 plus percent 60 to 100 percent 30,000 45,000 to 150,000 100 percent and zero now, what do you think those numbers are? Okay, first and foremost, this is one you need to remember more than anything. 99.9 plus percent. That is the survival rate of COVID-19 for the general public. Virtually everyone who is not uh, extremely aged and has multiple comorbidities. And the fact is that most people that die, you know, the, the average death rate or age of death from COVID is in the upper 70, you know, 75 to 85 range. That's also the range that most people die anyway. So these people that, you know, generally uh, the vast majority that have died from this have been up in years and had multiple comorbidities. They were obese, had type 2 diabetes, they had heart problems, all other kinds of things. But for the general public, the people out there under that age range that don't have all these health issues, their survival rate from this illness 
is 99.9 plus percent. And yet we have shut down the world's economy, destroyed countless lives, businesses, livelihoods, and who knows what else. The suicide rate is higher than the death rate from the disease. All because of the hype and the, and the crap that was put out there, mainly by the Democrats who wanted to get rid of Trump, primarily, but those also who wanted to reduce the world's population and gain more control over the people. Those were the primary goals of this thing, which was planned, which was released on purpose. You know, just look at, you know, Event 201 and all the patents that have been filed over the last 20-some years. Um, there's like 73 of them that uh, basically allude to the fact that this stuff's been planned all along. There's no question. And Fauci, Gates, uh, the World Health Organization, they're all complicit. These people are destroying the world. They're, they're taking lives all on a trumped-up, bogus pandemic. It's nothing but fear. And I just posted this on my Facebook page and um, on my... Uh, uh, shoot, where was it? Uh, I can never remember. Telegram. <laughs> my telegram channel and this is from the uh, Nuremberg trial in 1945 Hermann Goering uh, was asked how did you convince the German people to accept all this he replied it was easy and has nothing to do with Nazism the only thing a government needs to turn people into slaves is fear if you can find something to scare them you can make them do anything you want. I'm going to read that over. It was, you know, how did you get to convince the German people to accept all this? It was easy. and has nothing to do with Nazism. The only thing a government needs to turn people into slaves is fear. If you can find something to scare them, you can make them do anything you want. That is so true, and it's living proof here in the U.S. right now. And then here's a Rod Serling Twilight Zone thing. Imagine, if you will, a world where memes are fact-checked, but ballots aren't. Ballots aren't. Anyway, and of course we got a picture of Jen Circleback Saki with the little title across her chest, Misinformation. <laughs> Wearing her little crown there. But anyway... I digress. We have been turned upside down for something with a 99.9 plus percent survival rate. In other words, it's like, oh my goodness, the common cold is here. We must shut everything down. We must wear face diapers. We must do this. We must do that. Or we've got the seasonal flu. Look out. Because actually the seasonal flu kills about, on average, twice as many people as COVID has. And we never shut everything down for that. We shut things down not for a bug, not for a perceived illness. We shut things down because of bogus misinformation from the media, from the government, from Fauci. And those are the very people who are accusing us, myself, anyone else out here who tells the truth about this, 
we're the ones that are being accused of being spreading misinformation and killing people. I got news for you people. We're saving lives. Every time we turn somebody around from taking one of these injections, shake them out of their stupor from listening to all this crap over the last 18 months, we save lives. The ones who are dying are the ones who are foolishly accepting these injections. Okay, the next number, 60 to 100 percent. That's the number of hospitalized people who have been injected with this toxic bioweapon. You heard the one in the UK that Tucker mentioned. He said 60% and then he had to backtrack. Oh, it was only 40. Well, goodness, even 40% for something that supposedly protects you? <laughs> I bet people are kind of wondering what the heck he's going to, what's he saying? There shouldn't be anybody in the hospital who's been vaccinated or injected with this stuff. If the things worked, which they don't. But I've seen reports, I actually had a, um, a video I showed here, oh my goodness, probably a month ago, where it was a, I believe it was a nurse in a U.S. hospital somewhere who was basically saying that 100% of everybody in their COVID ward had received full doses of the injections. 100%. That's more the norm. The people, we have a, we have a pandemic of the injected. Not the uninjected, like they're saying. It's just the opposite. If you want to know the truth, listen to what Fauci, Burks, uh, Saki, Harris, Joe and the Ho, listen to what they're saying and then basically change it to 180 degrees opposite. And you'll be pretty close to what's real. 30,000. That's the real number of Americans who have died from COVID-19. Or whatever this thing is. <laughs> That's based on CDC numbers. They freely admit that only about 5% of the total number of people that are alleged, alleged to have died from COVID actually did. Everybody else died from comorbidities, type 2 diabetes, heart problems, the flu, you know, who knows. <clears throat> but they, the last number was somewhere just north of 600,000. So 5% of that is 30,000. We have more people die from uh, falling off of swing sets and stuff. <laughs> I'm not sure about the swing sets, but there are a whole, you know, a whole lot more. You know, one of the big ones. Look at all the, you know, the number one cause of death in this country is MD-directed medicine. Seven hundred eighty thousand to a million people a year die from having contact with a, with a medical doctor. Whether it's botched surgery, whether it's uh, uh, post-surgical infections, whether it's properly prescribed or misprescribed uh, medication, when you add all those things up, it comes out to 780,000 to a million people a year. That's the real pandemic. But nobody's talking about that. Why not? And by the way, you can download the, book, the article on my website under the Support Information tab. It's called Death by Medicine. And it's written by MDs, PhDs, naturopathic physicians, uh, people with real qualifications. And it's, it shows the numbers. It doesn't, they're, they're accurate. <laughs> Actually, this is several years old, so the numbers are probably higher now. But you can figure close to a million people a year die at the hands of MDs.
and we're not screaming, we're not shutting down the economy. Heavens knows we ought to shut down the American Murder Association and all the street corner doctor's offices. But we don't. Okay, next one. 45,000 to 150,000. That's the real number, if truth be told, who have died so far from taking these injections. Now, you just heard Tom Rents talking about the lady who was willing to swear under oath that she knew at least 45,000 people had died within three days of taking these shots. That doesn't include the people that, you know, maybe a week or two or a month or so later, or that are yet to die, the walking dead, the zombies out there who have taken the shots and are still walking around. They're dead, they just don't know it. It could be six months, 12 months, 18 months before something happens that finally they're exposed to the right thing, then they keel over. That's the antibody enhanced, uh, dependent enhancement. Unbelievable. And then on the high end, 150,000. Again, that was a video I played a couple of weeks ago where they had been checking and checking back, and over 150,000 entries on the VAERS system that had been removed and were slowly being replaced with people who had had an adverse reaction but did not die. So we're looking at, you know, even at the low end, 45,000, that's 50% more than have actually died from the disease, have died from the injections. And they continue to push these things. You gotta ask yourself, the people in government have access to these numbers. You don't think they aren't briefed on this? You don't think they don't know the real numbers of people that have died? And yet they continue to push people to get these things? They're going door to door. And I'll tell you what, <laughs> their door to door program is going to work because they've already found people, oh, I've just been too busy or I couldn't get out, but if you bring it to my house and stick me with it, I'm happy. You know, the lazy people. And there are a lot of those people out there. We're, I'll tell you what, and I still believe that they're. A lot, probably at least 50 to 70 percent of the injections given are probably saline solution. Because if they injected everybody with a real McCoy and everybody started dying right away, people would start to notice. People are already starting to notice with just the small number that have died so far, <laughs> allegedly. You know, the official reported number is 12,000. So we're looking at almost four times that is the real number, or more. But this is absolutely unbelievable. This is a concerted effort to kill people. Bar none, without any question, that's what's going on. 100%, the last number. The amount of time Fauci and the Dems have lied about it. And zero. And this was also on Tucker's thing. The number of people under 18 who have died solely from COVID-19 and not some other thing. Unplugged calls in. I had a feeling. What's up, buddy? Hey, Sarge, we've got one that can see. <laughs> we got one that can what? <laughs> well, you know, I mean, uh, 
you know, those of us who, who, who know what's going on, you know, we all, you know, we all get uh, criticized and, uh, oh, yeah. know, so we can see and, uh, you know, therefore, you know, uh, we're like targets, you know. You have eyes to see and ears to hear. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, uh, that, uh, there's a couple of videos that pretty much describe it all, I mean. Uh, especially the latest one with uh, Dr. David Martin. That was, that oh, was yeah. amazing. Yeah. I wish it wasn't so long. I'd like to play the whole thing. <laughs> but... Oh, I know. But it's just, I mean, he just lays it right out. Mm-hmm. And uh, and also, uh, of course, you know, the, the germs videos and, yep. uh, you know, the Church of Virotology. Those mm-hmm. videos basically lay it out, too. Oh, know? yeah. Without a doubt. I mean, you know, and, and, and if anybody just, you know, took the time to watch those, you know, anybody who's on the fence or doesn't believe any of this, you know, about, oh, they wouldn't try to kill us or whatever. It's like, just watch those. Yep. Those, and they're all they're all on my Telegram channel. Uh, you might have to scroll up a ways to find them because they've been up there for a week or so now. But uh, it's well worth it. It's oh, it's yeah. time well spent. But, yeah, man, and, 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 you know, of course, you know, so you, so you take the time to watch them, you get informed. You, you know, it changes your 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 worldview, your point of view, whatever it may be, and you know, all of a sudden, you know, the whole thing, you know, from 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 the point of inception, just looks like a complete and total fraud. Yep, it's crazy. The stuff that's out there that you know, there's so much information to show that this whole thing is an orchestrated pandemic, and. It, it shows you how well the disinformation programs have been run over the years. Um, I can't remember who it was. It was a dude from the CIA 20 some, 25 or 30 years ago who basically said, we know our disinformation program will be a success when everything the American people believe is a lie. And we're pretty much there. It's unbelievable. Um, especially when yeah, it comes I to this still, stuff. I still believe that, you know, that exosomes are really, you know, the the thing that they're trying to classify as viruses. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's crazy. But the bottom line is, you know, people just, they just swallow whatever they're told from the talking heads. And given the, the number of people that listen to CNN, I mean, there aren't that many. But somehow or another, that same lion message well of course it's not just that it's the major networks that are putting it all out too um you know i listened to several clips yesterday of you know harris and biden biden and i forget who else and these morons you know so-called doctors that are just lambasting anybody who's trying to you know raise questions you know ask ask pertinent questions that nobody will answer and, you know, because of that, we're the bad guys. We're causing death and destruction. Now, what we're interfering with their plan for death and destruction, and they don't like that. So, you know, as well, right out of rules for radicals, you always accuse your opponent of that which you are already doing. Right. And that's what's going on here. You know, if they're accusing us of something, you can rest assured that they are 120% guilty of it. Well, the interesting thing, too, you know, I don't even, well, I shouldn't say interesting. I mean, to me, it's, it's tragic. But but for them to, you know, to consistently hammer this message and have no, 
you know, uh, no, there's no uh, uh, proof, mm -hmm. you know, of any of this. Yeah. You know, but, but yet they're going to come out and just consistently say, oh, and by the way, you know, uh, every day we're just going to keep, you know, telling you that uh, those of those who are trying to debunk this are just a bunch of, you know, uh, conspiracy uh, theorists. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that, isn't that strange? Mm-hmm. That's their thing, you know. A, a lie told once is a lie, but a lie told a million times becomes the truth. Conversation, right? It's like there's no back and forth, right? There's no questioning any of it. Mm -mm. No, you know, nobody, nobody is allowed to question anything because the other side doesn't have any answers, and it would make they them look don't. bad. So they just have to stand up and say everything we tell you is the is is truth. It's the fact, and there's no questioning it. Just do as we tell you. Or, or people will die. You know, that's their mantra. And it's yeah. do, as, do as they tell you and people will die is the truth. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, you, you listen to Tucker or Laura or any of them, and you know they must they have to be chomping at the bit to get some of this information out, but they can't. They yeah. won't let them. Mm -hmm. They can only go so far. They're on a short chain. <laughs> and... Yeah, I mean, you, you can't tell me that Tucker hasn't seen the the David Martin uh, video. I would right. think so. I'm, I'm, I'm sure they've all seen it. And they're all going, man, wouldn't that be juicy? You know, but, <laughs> you know, it, it's like you can't inform. On a, on a major platform, you can't tell people. Yeah. You know? Yeah, nobody I mean, with any uh, any me, listenership just, is allowed to put tragedy. out the full truth. Yeah. It's It's a shame. Yeah, and so so we're being led down this path, and it's like you know all these people are just you know how many people have gotten shots now? One hundred and sixty million or something. It's a bunch. Well, they claim, yeah. you know, if you can believe that, which I question. You know, if they really had that many, they wouldn't be pushing so hard to, you know, find more ways to give them to people. Yeah, and 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 you know when you start having deaths, you're supposed to shut this stuff down. But instead, it's like, oh, no, no, no. You know, we're just going to keep on pushing. Yeah. And again, that's why I think they're requiring airline pilots to be vaccinated, injected, and, you know, not saying anything. You know, other countries, Germany, and I, I can't remember some of the other countries that have, you know, given warnings to their people. If you've had the shots, don't fly because you could end up with blood clots. You know, they're not saying that here. They want people to have, you know, and they're, you know, the, the airlines are doing everything they can to make sure that everybody on their planes are injected. So they're basically, you know, one way or another, you know, anybody on that plane, either they fly uh, with injections and get, you know, get the blood clots and have issues or the pilots do and they pass out and boom, the plane crashes and whoever's on board. Yeah, that's just another couple hundred people that we eliminated from the population. That's what they're looking yeah. at. Yeah. Are, are we going to have to march like they did in, you know, did in France? I mean, are we going to have to hit the streets or what? You know? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it's going to take because, unfortunately, in between the, you know, the public fools system and the, and the uh, fluoridated water, people are too docilized here. You know, they don't, they won't get out and you know, get riled up. You know, the things that are happening here, you know, we should have had millions in the streets. And the closest we came to that was January 6th, and look what that did. 
Yeah. Well, we certainly weren't, uh, you know, puking and dying in the streets, and we're still not. No. No. You know. Yeah. So, you know, pandemic, I would say, you know, my, you know, keister, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's total BS. You know, the number of people that have died from whatever this is is less than half the standard flu season. And, you know, it's insane. It's a big yeah, nothing it's burger. totally insane. And, and to think that, you know, we're, we're all under this, uh, this complete and total tyranny. Yep. Is is just I mean God what what is going on you know this is just yeah and it's like you know no matter what you know it's like no matter what you say no matter what you do you're not being listened to you know it's funny though that the other side hasn't gotten their troops in lockstep like step like they should you know when you've got the the head of the CDC who says you know if you've been injected you're protected against the Delta variant. And then you've got the people on the evening news, including their you know lapdog doctors, who say, "Whoa, the Delta variant's far more dangerous, far more deadly, and it may not be you may not be protected even if you've been injected. We'll have to get another booster or something for it." You know, I'm surprised that they're saying they're still talking out of both sides of their mouth. They can't get everybody on the right side or on the right path, uh, track, or script. And uh, that's that's affecting what people believe too. You know, they're not totally stupid. You well, get... it's it's not it's not just that either, though. It's you know, and 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 I'm not sure if people are just you know like like uh, you know people who have some sway in this. You know, like Doctor T, Doctor P. You know, uh, Lee Doctor. You know, Lee Merritt. You know, these people. You know, you'll see them on videos, but they will never ever. I mean, they never mention. You know, virus theory, germ theory versus terrain theory, right? Nope. You never hear it. You know, well, again, and, I think and, a part of that that's, is... That's a real shame. I don't know that it makes any difference. You know, the bottom line is people are being scared for no reason, and it doesn't make any difference what's causing it. The end result is people are dying from panic. Whether it's yeah. a, you know, whether it's a bug, whether it's a... Uh, 5G, what, whatever the case is, you know, down the road when, you know, if we ever get things straightened out where we've executed all these lion SOBs and we go back and research it, oh, it was really 5G. Or, oh, it was really the, uh, what's that crap called? Uh, uh, shoot, graphene oxide. You know, mm-hmm. it was it was that and the 5G. Or who knows? Um it's the old the old thing when uh, when you're up to your butt in alligators. It's hard to remember the initial objective was to drain the swamp. You know. <laughs> yeah. Well, now I believe that uh, the interview between uh, Dr. David Martin and uh, Reiner Fulman, I believe that that was uh, intended or, or will be eventually a lawsuit, uh, some kind of a. From what, the way I understand it is, Fomic is supposed to be the one who's supposed to bring some kind of a Nuremberg trial or something. Mm-hmm. That's he's pushing for it, uh, Nuremberg <clears throat> 2.0. Um, and the thing is, is it's interesting because you know they've got the documentation that whether or not these things actually cause disease or not, they have proof that they were, the people that believe in it are 
are trying to um, create something. <laughs> you know, it's exactly. really interesting. That, that that's the whole point, though. I mean, you know, they've been trying to create something for the better part of what 130 years. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Rebecca in the chat room says she feels sick. You have to take her son to the doctor today to get medical clearance for marching band. Just want him to get a physical without all the pressure to get injected. That's crazy. Wow. We never had to have physicals to be in marching band. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess we were in better shape back then. Kids today could have a heart attack from a little bit of exertion, like marching. <laughs> I'm you. you know, it's it's yeah. a, that's a sad. You know, just just that is a sad commentary on where we are now. You know, I had to get physicals to to play sports, but we never had to have a physical for band. You know. And quite honestly, I'm I'm kind of surprised because band can be every bit as uh, physically intensive as some sports, um, if you're doing it right. Uh, but you know, we never had to do that. Maybe their times are just catching up. But um, just stick to your guns. You know, I don't care what kind of pressure they put on. The answer is no. You are not allowing your son to be injected. Oh, and make sure that he knows that if they try to come to him when you're not there. Oh, you can go along with it without, you know, just tell them absolutely not. Yeah, and that's another point, you know, how irresponsible of Joy Behar. Yeah. You know, you know to, to sit there and go, oh, well, you know, these it's these irresponsible parents. Right. <laughs> you know? These children who don't know any better, we should be able to, you know, talk them into it without, you know, any information. And these parents who are, we're calling irresponsible, who have actually been the only responsible ones out there. You know, if the idiot, if Bayer had, whatever her name is, Joyless, if she had any credibility at all, she would be attacking all these idiot parents that have allowed their children to be injected and then the children got sick. You know, not a word from her about that. It's just yeah, absolutely, and, I mean, there's so much slap you know, therapy that needs you know, to be we, dished out with these people. Great information. Lots of it. Right. Yeah. And not and, and hardly I mean, it's not being approached the proper way either, because, you know, to me, that one video on the, the video part one and two on germs, to me, that was that totally debunked virus theory, just mm -hmm. blew it right out of the water. Yeah, it and, does. And, and, and I'm going, OK, so so why is it then that, you know, this is all done in, you know, like pockets rather than, you know, hey, wait a minute, hold it, you know. Let's go ahead and just put this right out on the tube for everybody to see. Yeah, it's interesting, though, if, if that's the case. You know, why is it, or what did the U.S. government get for their $10 million back in the 70s when they commissioned the uh, uh, lab rats at Fort Detrick to produce two immune system-altering uh, uh, or ravaging diseases? The fast kill was Ebola and the slow kill was AIDS. You know, the U.S. government paid for that stuff. So it right. makes you wonder, <laughs> what did they get for their money? Pretty much the same as they always get, nothing. Um, and that's Either the one that question I have when, when it comes to this. From the big pharma, something like that. Yeah, you know, the thing that makes me wonder is um, when it comes to things like AIDS. I would like to talk to the people that did those videos. Like, how do you do that one? Um, what how do they come up with a thing that, you know, because it's clearly it was spread through vaccines in, in, uh, in New York and in Africa, uh, AIDS uh -huh. was, 
because you had two ground zeros. So something, they, it must have been a toxin of some sort that they put together that caused the symptomology yeah, rather than a so-called virus. It was a toxin. Right. And yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, that, that's, that's the only thing I can think of. It's actually a, a bioweapon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that's, that's what it seems like to me anyway. I'm just, you know, I'm just trying to put two and two together with all this stuff. And um, that's the conclusion I'm drawing. Yeah, it has to be because... Uh, one of the first cases of AIDS in the U.S. that was a big thing, there was a dentist in Florida who purposely injected one of his patients, some young lady, with uh, tainted blood. I think he, it was his blood. And it must have been that he had the toxin in him and it was in his blood and he gave it to her and she got sick from it. Because, you know, as they've said in those videos, they've never been able to, um, you know, basically prove Cox postulates where you take the snot or whatever from or the pus from someone and inject it into a healthy person and make them sick that's never happened but if you take a toxin that's in someone like in their blood and inject that into somebody else then they will get sick um, it would be like if someone gets bit by a diamondback rattler and you inject or withdraw blood from the person who was bitten and inject that into another healthy person they will get sick <laughs> but mm-hmm. you know if um you know if you if you uh in other words that the same person that's been bit if you take their snot and inject that into the person it, they won't get sick because it's in the blood not the snot <laughs> you know i don't know if that's a very good uh analogy but anyway Best I could well, come yeah. up with. Well, well, they bypass, you know, it's kind of like that other, other analogy where, you know, they were like, well, I'm just going to take this uh, venom and drink it. Yeah. And, know, nothing, and happened. nothing happened. to them because it went through the know, stomach the acid killed digestive it. tract. Mm-hmm. But if you inject something directly into, into the body and bypass the digestive tract. Oh, yeah. Well, now, now you got a problem. Yeah, if they had uh, stuck a needle into that stuff and drawn some up and then just stuck it into your arm, then you got problems. But uh, yeah, crazy. But but these guys, you know, from all that stuff that I've watched and all that, mm-hmm. I just get the impression that you know, if 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 it ever comes out, you know, if, if their house of cards will fall because yeah, they've got nothing. I right. Mean, you know, they can't prove that viruses even exist mm-hmm. because they've never isolated one, not one. Yep. They've never isolated a single virus, not one. So what they're calling a virus is actually some sort of toxin. Well, more than likely. I, mean, I think initially what they found was, you know, it's kind of like what they said, you know, they said, well, we took this healthy cell and we put it in a petri dish and we starved it and then we and then we gave it antibiotics. Mhm. You know. And so the cell then releases all of its uh poison. And they go, they, they start looking at that, and they go, oh, well, see, there's the virus. Yeah. You know? It's actually the toxic byproduct. Yeah, it's, right. It's just the cell releasing toxins. Mm-hmm. And, and I think ever since that, that particular discovery that they've been, you know, pushing this theory, which is completely backward. Yep. And unfortunately, know, so everybody... We have to suffer from it because, 
you know, I mean, think about it. You know, you think about too big to fail and you go, well, obviously, you know, these guys are too big to fail. Yeah. And the thing is, it's so pervasive. It's not something that just the MD community is pushing. It's virtually anyone with any kind of medical training of any kind. They all have basically bought into the the viral theory, and uh, or the germ theory, and um, you know regardless, it crosses you know naturopaths, homeopaths. They all believe the same thing for the most part, um, and it's a shame. <laughs> you know? Yeah, and it goes right back to to your statement. They're wrapped around the axle of their training, and exactly you know, the, the the sad part about that is is that I mean you're talking about you know how many different. Uh, different uh subcategories are mm-hmm. in the medical profession tons oh right? yeah hundreds and, and and every single one of them is based on a certain theory yep yep and every single one of them has some good and some bad now mds right. you know generally speaking have mostly bad you know because they have if they would just stick to what they're good at you know which is trauma cases they'd be fine the problem with MDs is they have basically tried to become the be-all, end-all, everything medical, and they're not. And they are, you know, the vast majority of what they do is malpractice. You know. Well, and, the, and these other these other evil evil scientists or mad scientists or whatever you want to call them. I mean, you know, they're starting to delve into, you know, territory that goes above and beyond. I think what the what the initial purpose of uh, of medicine was. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're, they're getting into cells and saying, oh, we can manipulate cells and look, look at all this stuff. Oh, yeah. Doing. And you're going, yeah, that's all great and everything, but, you know, what's 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 the purpose? The purpose is, is that they want to own it. Mm-hmm. They want complete ownership of it. And that's one of the things that people don't realize. If you take these injections, these mRNA, either the Moderna or the Pfizer, it's modifying your DNA and you are becoming a transhuman and they own you basically they can patent you <laughs> you know yeah. it's just it's just like the the Monsanto um, GMO crops that you know cross-pollinate some farmer across the street who doesn't have it and the courts have ruled that Monsanto gets the the prize because they found the Monsanto genes in the other guy's corn um, it's it's unbelievable the, the the dangerous doors that are opening up as a result of this. Now the one it's thing is no, that nobody's no, brought up yet is that fraud vitiates all contracts, and the fact that they have done this without full disclosure is the one saving thing. But it still boils down to the fact that you're not who you used to be. You know your genes have been right. modified permanently, <laughs> at least from what See, we can they tell. Don't want you to question virus theory they you know they they that is like that is like a complete and total Mm no-no right yeah it's like and if you go there you know especially if you've got any weight or any pull or you know you've got an audience who can hear you you know yeah it's it's almost as if you know you're public enemy number one and we will do something to shut you down yeah i don't know if i'll ever get to that point but (laughs) (laughs) i'm I'm hoping i'm there share this uh Share these shows far and wide, man. You know, send links out. Um, Yeah. That's all you can do. I mean, at this point, it's like, you know, just let people know. And, you know, and once they, you know, kind of get the gist of it, it's like, okay, well, send it to somebody else and just, 
you know, who knows? You know, maybe there's enough people out there going, oh, okay, I, I see this. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Um, look at this. Medical police state, the British government now is uh, going to require COVID-19 vaccines everywhere and for any job. You know, the French are already doing it. Now the British are going to do it. Um, good grief. Healthy eaters proven by, by science to be 40% less likely to need hospitalization and if infected with COVID virus and 10% less likely to catch it in the first place. Imagine that. <laughs> yeah. How many healthy eaters are out there? You know, I got it, but, uh, you know, only it only lasted 36 hours. So I think I did pretty good. I, you know, I made the mistake of eating some Christmas cookies and knocking my immune system down for a short period. <laughs> but uh, so sometimes I think I need to knock mine down a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Normally, you know, I, I'm fairly bulletproof. It doesn't bother me a bit, and I, I made the, I had a momentary lapse, which happens once a year around Christmas. I eat a cookie or two. Uh, generally, I avoid those things like the plague, and uh, yeah. It happened. It's tradition. Yep. Yeah, and I put I got thirty six hours worth of uh, headache for it, but uh, I learned my lesson. Oh man! Yeah, it's, it's interesting because it's like you don't do that all year, and then when you do it, your body goes, "What's this?" So, yeah. <laughs> oh, look at this. L. A. County admits COVID vaccines are a hoax. Tries to reinstate mask mandate even for the fully vaccinated. Yeah. Yeah, they're tacitly admitting it because they're making everybody wear face diapers again, even those who've been vaccinated. Oh, good grief. Who admits they lied about COVID origins? Fact checkers refuse to issue apologies, of course, or retractions. Three, oh, three fully vaccinated MLB pitchers test positive for COVID. Game canceled. <laughs> good grief. Oh, my gosh. You know, that's the thing. They test these people. You know, I guarantee you that not a one of those pitchers was having any symptomology at all. But these idiots say, we've got to have daily testing or, you know, bi-weekly or whatever. And when you are producing the spike proteins because of these stupid injections, yeah, you're going to test positive. <laughs> you know, that's like these bozo Democrats that went to, went to D.C., my question is, why did they have to go to D.C.? They just had to get out of Texas. Why didn't they go to Arkansas <laughs> or Louisiana or something? They had to go to D.C. Yeah, right. But they test positive. My question is, any of them got symptoms? You know, I venture to say if they test all, all every one of those turkeys, they're probably all going to test positive. You know? Oh, yeah. It's crazy. Uh, yeah, the whole thing is, is you know, and, and, and it's like, you know, even even when there's a pocket of information like that, you know, they, they still try to, you know, like, yeah. well, poo-poo that, you know. And that's the thing, you know, these idiots that are pushing this stuff knows what these injections are going to do. And at the same time, they, you know, they use these Democrats. There's no doubt. They said, okay, we got them here. They've all been injected. They weren't wearing face diapers on the plane. That's another thing. So we're going to crank up the number of cycles on our PCR test. We're going to get several positives. And then we're going to say, well, even though you've been injected, you know, you weren't being careful. You weren't wearing your face diaper, so you still got it. And they're going to use that as another way to try and stick everybody else with the same crap. <sighs> yeah, and think about how successful they've been over the decades, though. Of actually getting you know injections into the population yeah 
Oh, here we you go. Know? And then, and then, how much how much damage has that done? You know, over over the generations, right? And then, and then to think, you know, okay, it's almost like their plan was, okay, we know that this stuff um, has potential to make us a lot of money, even though, even though we know that viruses really, quite frankly, don't exist, but we're going to make them exist. We're mm-hmm. going to make it real. Oh yeah, and it's it's very real in the minds of the people that have been bombarded with this crap for the last year and a half. Look at this, an x-ray technician in California whose January death was under investigation as his family suggests a possible link to a second dose of a COVID-19 injection died due to heart disease, a coroner's report concluded. Of course, it was anything but the, the injection. Tim Zook, who was 60, died of hypertensive and arthrosclerotic heart disease with severe cardiomegaly and heart failure according to his autopsy report <laughs> yeah it was yeah. uh lee merritt um i was watching an interview uh with uh her and uh dr p mm-hmm. uh just a, a back and forth because dr t's out in anaheim but so they lee merritt filled in for her and uh they were talking about a case where this guy had um had the injection but um he uh had never uh never uh uh, had any kind of issues with his heart or anything like that and uh during the uh when they put him under he started to experience some kind of a, a an arrhythmia deal and then they found that uh you know later on that um through investigation that he was clogging mm-hmm. and, and but but the guy had you know but they had done a test and they found that his arteries were clean yep so it, it's it's just kind of strange, you know. I mean, and so she was. Her point was is that well, you really can't trust these tests either. Yeah, you, you can't. know, because you know, eventually somebody's going to clog up or something, or it's going to cause some kind of a clog, yep. some kind of an issue. <laughs> Especially with that that nasal cavity they were talking about, like up into the brain. Yeah, and they were saying how that nasal cavity has a, a propensity to clog up because of these shots yeah uh, biden walks back claims that facebook is killing people with vaccine disinformation but still claims 12 disinfo sources that's dr tim penny dr merrick dr uh, p all those guys that uh, you know they're the ones that are the 12 main sources and uh you know it's funny <laughs> that every single one of those people with the exception of dr tim penny <laughs> have been, you know, at the top of their uh, areas, you know, whatever they were doing. Dr. Merrick, I mean, fantastic uh, uh, orthopedic surgeon, I think it was. Um, and uh, one of the others, top um, uh, OBGYN. And they, just because they started researching this stuff, they went from the top of the heap to the bottom overnight. Um, because what they were doing before was okay, and what they're doing now is bad <laughs> dr t just seems like seems like seems like such a sweet lady oh she it's, is it's, it's, it's unbelievable yeah. yeah i gotta reach out to, i had her scheduled for my show a couple of years ago and we had some technical things go haywire and we couldn't get her on and i've just never been able to get it rescheduled but um i want to get her on one of these days but when i've talked to her she's just sweet as can be same on the air is off oh yeah but uh Anywho, hmm. 
expert warns that experimental COVID shots for kids should be delayed due to lack of any measurable benefit. Exactly. I mean, the kids aren't affected by this. Virtually none. Unless you've got leukemia or some other life-threatening comorbidity, no one under 18 has died from this. But we got to inject everybody because part of the problem is not only we need to kill people, but those that are still around, we need to make sure that they are sterile so they don't reproduce. That's all part of population reduction as well. Indirect. What do you think about the information that came out, you know, about uh, keeping your glutathione levels up? You know, and all that. and Well, yeah, glutathione basically is the body's fire department. And um, that's why I always recommend selenium. One of the things that selenium does is it recycles glutathione. So um, that's one of the things I take every single day without fail. Just because. Uh, Selenium is just, you know, so good for so many different things. You know, your heart, uh, your liver, um you name it plus you know glutathione levels so yeah it's it's a big thing um and that's well, one of the reasons i think up, Sarge, they, they were saying like even if you got this got the jab you know that uh you would basically be unharmed and i've heard this as long as you keep those levels up it could be because you know part of uh, being the fire department is taking out the trash and you know the body you know, of course, they had to wrap this these you know spike proteins or whatever it was inside the nanoparticle, you know, the nanolipid um, sheath, so to speak. Otherwise, the body would attack and destroy it automatically. Right. So the body has the ability to find the stuff and get rid of it from the sounds of it. And I'm thinking that probably this nanolipid sheath or whatever you want to call it is only going to uh, potentially delay the inevitable, hopefully. Um, and if your body has what it needs through the nutrition you should be giving it, uh, you've got a much better chance of expelling that stuff before it gets a chance to take hold on your DNA. But And they also said something about, they don't know, like, even if you've had the jab, they don't know how long that it would be, you know, like, like continue to do its thing. You know, yep. they, they, don't, they don't have a time frame on it. Yeah. Here's another one. Rebecca says, when I recently got bitten by a dog, the doctor wanted to give me a tetanus shot, standard procedure, and she prescribed me strong antibiotics. I took neither, and I'm fine 10 days later. I did, however, take colloidal silver for five days. Exactly. You know, my wife accidentally got between a couple of our dogs who were having a disagreement uh, several years ago, and she got several really deep puncture wounds in one of her hands. And I immediately went in the kitchen, grabbed a glass baking dish, put her hand in it, and poured colloidal silver over it and made her soak in it. So, you know, I did that for, you know, several times that day. And she went to work the next day. Of course, she works at a hospital. And when she showed the docs what happened, they were all amazed that she didn't have uh, cellulitis setting in. Um, and... They said, what'd you do? My husband made me soak in colloidal silver. Oh, <laughs> we can't hear any more of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it's funny. Like the cross to the vampire. You know? But yeah, that's the thing, you know, that's the state. They always want to inject you with something. They always want to make you take antibiotics. Um, avoid that junk as much as possible. 
I will yeah, not take then, Everest. Yeah, and antibiotics, Sarge. I mean, you know, watching that video on germs. Yeah. You know, they were saying, I mean, they were like, look, you know, uh, you're supposed to have these bacteria mm-hmm. are, are, the, are, the, are, the, are the cleanup. Yeah, that's what cleans up your system. Yeah. And, you know, that's the thing. These people, just they've got everything backwards. I keep saying, you know, that's like these same people. You know, if truth be told, most doctors drive down the street, if they see a fire and they see those firemen there, they think the firemen started the fire. You know, right. that's, that's right. the germ theory, you know, when in fact they're there to put Absolutely. it out, to solve the problem. You know, generally speaking, there are some uh, crazy firemen out there. I've met a few <laughs> who I wouldn't be, you know, I often wondered a couple of them. I said, I wonder if that guy goes sets fires just so they have something to do when they're at work. <laughs> Believe me, that's crossed my mind many times. You know, but. And, and, you know, the, the thing that gets me is they can waltz in and just totally destroy your house. The house will burn to the ground. That's why we call them basement savers. And everybody loves them. <laughs> you know, you just destroyed my house and I love you. Thank you so much. <laughs> could never figure that out. But, you know. <laughs> well, well, we're seeing it firsthand with all this uh misinformation and disinformation regarding viruses aren't we <laughs> yeah well that's what we always learned in police work real early on is if you wanted to be loved you should have been a fireman <laughs> but i got these single wings flying over my house i don't know i don't know what's going on here what I, think, are they? I think they're spying on me sarge <laughs> yeah it could be could be i wouldn't put anything past you you know i'm surprised i I'm still, I haven't had anybody else pick up my trash other than the garbage men lately, so that's a good sign, but uh, I'm kind of waiting for that to happen again. Well, today is one of the few days that we've had an opportunity to actually, you know, get outside and kind of somewhat enjoy it, because we've had these wildfires out here. Good grief. And uh, the smoke's just blowing all over the place, so the air quality is horrible. Mm. And of course, it gets, it's been getting up to around 100 degrees or hotter. So it's just been a miserable summer, let's put it that way. Yeah. Oh, check this out. Nurses Union wants the CDC to force Americans to wear face diapers. Good grief. Too many goobers in your trash. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Rebecca. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, Nurses Union wants to force Americans. These stupid pop-up things. Uh, the dancing medical workers of TikTok are calling on the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention to reinstate a nationwide mask recommendation due to an alleged spike in Wuhan coronavirus variant cases. National Nurses United, NNU, a prominent nurses union, claims that breakthrough cases of Fauci flu are surging despite widespread injection yeah it's not despite it's because of you morons (sighs) and that the only cure is for americans to once again cover their breathing holes with t-shirt material or chinese plastic yeah these people i mean you literally wrapped around the axle they have been brainwashed for years and you know i live with somebody who's in that position you know, she has been wearing face diapers at work for the better part of 30 years. And you should have seen her face the day I showed her the study that showed that the 
you know, two series of surgeries done by the same surgical team. Half of them were done with face masks. The other half were done without face masks. And post-surgical infections were lower with the non-face diaper teams than with the face diaper teams. I said face masks are worthless for even surgery. The only thing they're good for is if somebody hocks up a loogie and sneezes, it won't end up in the middle of your your, your field. However, even if it does... You're not going to get sick from it. <laughs> yeah. it. It looks a little weird <laughs> and gross. You know, Ew. you got a big green thing in the middle of your liver, and it's not your liver. <laughs> your liver will blend right in. But, you know, they just can't see it. They can't get it because it's cognitive dissonance. They have been told their entire professional careers, you must wear a mask, must wear a mask, must wear a mask. It's per, you know it's part of protocol. It's you know prevents transmission of illness. Yeah, non-existent germ theory, <laughs> and all the stuff that they do. Just think of the trillions of dollars over the years that have been spent on all this junk to sanitize against non-issues. All the stuff they've done to stop bacterial infection and and all this other stuff oh, yeah. for no reason whatsoever. It's like, give me a yeah. break. It, it, a lot of it does seem, you know, when you really think about it and, and try to look at the big picture, so much seems unnecessary, you know. Yeah. And then it's, it's, it's just, you know, been amplified over the last year and a half. I mean, if if when all this started, you know, March of last year, if you had had the positioning to start producing face masks, oh, my goodness, you got rich. Or hand sanitizers, you know. And the thing is, is not only, you know, in both cases, face masks don't work and they actually harm you. Hand sanitizers don't work and they actually harm you. (laughs) But we'll make a lot of money in the process because stupid people do stupid things every single day. The generally dumb public, hey, I want my hand sanitizer made by Jack Daniels. Well, I've got Jim Beam hand sanitizer here. (laughs) Give me a break. You did, uh, well, did you see that one? Uh, I sent you, I think, I believe I sent you something about uh, how um, I think these, uh, uh, the uh, pharmaceuticals uh, are trying to, um, like, stop uh, natural, uh, uh, you know, ways to heal yourself. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the... Um... Way back years ago, and I think it was in the 80s, Dr. Wallach and um, a guy named uh, Cliff, I think it was Cliff Miller, I believe his name was, and one other person, they worked tirelessly with Congress and got the Deshay Act passed, which basically was the Dietary Supplements and Health um, Protection, you know, Protection Act of some sort, but basically what it did was it said that they could never pass a law that would um, prohibit people's access to nutritional supplements and that kind of thing Uh well years ago they passed codex alimentarius in the uk or or in the eu and they apparently uh, from what i've heard i haven't seen any documentation of it but supposedly managed to ram it through here when obama was in office and he supposedly signed it into place which you know they haven't really done much to implement it but basically what they did in the EU was anything 
over a very low dose of like vitamin C or virtually any nutrients had to be done with a you know with a doctor's prescription. So virtually any supplements you could buy were worthless, which is basically what's the case here in the U.S. anyway, because most of the most of the nutritional supplements in the U.S. are made by pharmaceutical companies, and they purposely make crap products that don't work, so you're forced into their drugs. You know, there's a few exceptions out there, like Longevity and a couple others, but for the most part, you know, you know, the nutrition. You know, if you buy it in the grocery store. <laughs> You might as well just bypass your body and just pour it in the toilet because um, it's going to go that way without even, you know, dissolving most cases. You know, down in Florida, they call Portageons vitamin machines because when they open them up to clean them out, they can actually read Theragran M, Simprint, Centrum, Silver, one a day. Wow. You know, because, wow. you know, especially, you know, it's, you know, just like in Africa, they have the elephant's graveyard where all the elephants go to die. Well, Florida is the old people's graveyard and, you know, so many old folks live down there and their systems are so compromised because of the crap in the food, crap in the water, crap in the air. They're all told by their MDs to avoid salt, you know, so their blood pressure won't go up, which is a big, huge lie. And as a result, they don't have any stomach acid to digest these things. So they go straight through. I mean, it comes out, you could literally wipe it off and put it right back in the bottle and just recycle the same, just take the same ones every month, you know. <laughs> just like, uh, I'm not even going to say. But, uh, yeah, that's the kind of thing that's going on. And it's just a matter of time where, you know, that's why you you want to stock up on as much of this kind of stuff as you can because there will come a time when either for... You know, the way things have been with COVID, I'm surprised that we've been able to keep stock on supplements as it was. And we've had more problems with back orders and stuff like that since COVID than I've ever seen in all in the 10, what, 11 years I've been with Longevity. Um, mm-hmm. You know, things like Beyond Tangy Tangerine, flagship product. That thing's constantly on back order. Um, never was before. Um, the main items, the calcium, the you know the uh, osteofx, another one, never was back ordered before. You know, hard to keep in stock now. Um, between shipping and manufacturing, it's just hard with the COVID crap. But somehow well, or another, we've been like able a, to keep they things have going. Their own, uh, uh, field or uh, mineral field or whatever that they draw from. What's that? They have their own, you know, they... they yeah, they have they, their they mine. Their I've been to it. It's out in Utah. It's about two and a half hours from uh, Salt Lake City, out in the middle of nowhere. And there are other uh, companies out there that have uh, mines in the same general area, but the deposit that our mine is at, which we have sole access to, no one else has any gets anything from it. Um, it's basically it's the only one that's been found to have it's, it's as complete as possible it has all 60 essential nutrients plus 17 more there's a total of 77 uh, minerals in there and they're in the purest plant derived form and it's basically from noah's flood right how many products do they uh, do they spin off of that off of that uh, oh goodness um there's probably uh, just off the top of my head, 20 or 30 that actually 
have those minerals in it one way shape or form uh, not including the the animal products and our fertilizer uh, blooming minerals is basically what's left um, once they you know they just take this stuff you have to there's seven distinct layers and you have to get all seven layers and it goes into these great big vats that hold uh, a thousand gallons of water and uh, these things basically they just put the stuff in there and they put it's called humic shale they fill it with this water and as the water leaches out down through the bottom it takes out the minerals with it and when it gets you know they draw the stuff off uh, they do a, a test there locally at the at the place where it's produced and then they do another test at longevity headquarters they always maintain the samples uh, for the future just to make sure but every single batch is tested for purity uh, any kind of uh, impurities uh, it's analyzed to make sure the right amounts of the minerals are there and all that kind of stuff and then you know when that process is complete only about five or ten percent of the minerals have been drawn from that shale so from there they take the stuff and run it through screens and they shake you know basically grind it down to where it's uh, it looks like taster's choice coffee it's really black and it's just little little bitty nuggets and that becomes our Bloomin' Minerals fertilizer, which you can either give to livestock. Uh, I give it to my horses. Uh, I put it on my garden. And I'll tell you what, the people that do that have just unbelievable crops. Um, wow. Amazing stuff. And that's well, what goes on the, um, that's what goes on the, the Rose Bowl out in California, Pasadena, the Rose Bowl football stadium. Our minerals is what goes on that to, f to fertilize that grass. And if you've ever looked oh. at it, I mean, it is green as can be. I've marched on oh, that yeah. field. <laughs> yeah, it's gorgeous. Yeah, it's pretty cool. But So so uh, are they protected for any kind of, you know, somebody coming along and saying, oh, well, you know, there's you can't do this anymore. You know, we, we've taken it out, you know. They've got a 100-year lease on the, on the property, and basically there's nobody you know it's just a big mine you know and there's nothing to i don't know how they could come in and stop them um anything's possible when you got a criminal government you know yeah, that's, that's all that's, i can that's, see that's the x factor <laughs> yeah that's the thing and that's something that uh probably be talking with mike gaddy about this week is you know how does the constitution protect uh the government or protect us from the government you know so far it hasn't really you know we've got over 20,000 gun laws on the books and we have a, the second amendment that says shall not be infringed but somehow we keep passing laws and people keep following them um, you know in the declaration of independence it tells us that we not only have the right but the duty to alter and abolish government when it's you know despotic and that kind of thing but there's a federal law that says if you try and do that, you're guilty of a federal felony. <laughs> so if you try and overturn the existing government, that's a, that's a criminal offense under federal law. Uh, so, you know, all the things that goes on, this whole thing is just smoke and mirrors. And, of mm -hmm. course, you know, when, when you ask a question like that, obviously, you know, if everybody was doing what they were supposed to do, if we had a virtuous government, yeah, we'd say fine there wouldn't be any problem but when you're dealing with criminals anything's possible i'm quite uh, quite surprised they haven't tried to shut us down already <laughs> but that day will yeah. probably come 
you know and the thing is is you need to that's why you need to stock up you know have as much of it you know on hand as you can and did you see where uh where they're starting to uh get into uh tether and they started talking you know, i started to be starting to kind of bubble to the surface no i haven't seen that i'm using yeah, tether just, without you know, any problem I was listening to one of the financial stations and they're they're you know they were saying something about how oh, the, the government's kind of worried about it or something it was on i think it was on um squawk box or something like that oh yeah they're always you know because they can see the writing on the wall <laughs> mm-hmm. you know cryptos in general are really going to be a competition for fiat currencies and and anything that's controlled by a central central banking system so of course you know they you know they criminals hate competition you know whether they're in government or you know whatever and um, the beauty of it is there's nothing they can do really to shut things down uh they can monkey with it and try and like they've done with bitcoin they've you know been holding it down uh artificially but it's only temporary you know the more and more people find out about what's going on in the financial systems and they find out about bitcoin and they start getting involved in it the price is going to go up there's no way they can keep it down and uh, yeah i think i think right now they're just trying to scare people yeah yeah they're just trying to make people you know they're just it's just like every year around february when the irs post you know stories about people that were arrested and jailed for tax evasion that's the typical thing every year to scare the sheeple to stay in line um you know it's bogus but that's what they do and this is the same kind of thing yeah it's it's going to be interesting once uh you know once people more and more people start to get wind of how crypto works and start to understand it and stuff um interesting to see how many people just leave the system altogether i'll tell you what what i'm i am so impressed right now with hyperfund and the way it's working it's just amazing and now that i've got my debit card and all that kind of well i haven't got the physical one yet it's on order but i've got the uh, uh digital one and i've used that and it's worked just fine um i'll tell you what <laughs> it's it's another option and that's what you need in this day and age. When when they're looking at shutting down cash, people just don't know what that's going to do. You know, when they yeah. when they take cash out of circulation, saying everything's got to be on plastic and digital now. Boy, I'll tell you what, you're going to see what'll happen with the social credit scores and people that are um, basically saying stuff that the government don't like. You know, like right now, people that are talking about you know, like me. It would not surprise me at all if they go cashless and all of a sudden I try to pay my bills and I don't have any money in my account. <laughs> you know, it would yeah, not surprise you, me so the you, least. Then you, then you would truly be out of the system then, and, and so yeah. to speak. You know, some people are going to get out of it on their own. Others are going to be forced out. Um, and the nice thing is, is I'm in a position now where, and it will just get better, you know, with, with Hyperfund, that... I can pay all my bills from there if I need to. Um, right now, I've got about 300 HU per day coming in that I can convert to um, USD or Tether or what, whatever I want. I can convert it to Bitcoin. I can load any of those things onto my card and spend it anywhere in the world. So, yeah, you know, that's... 
Yeah, I was looking at that calculator, and I said, well, you know, if, if I just start with my measly little 2,000, where's that going to take it? I was really surprised. Yeah, it, 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 you know, 2,000 will turn like to 85,000 over 20 months. Five years, and you'll have a substantial amount in it. Yeah, yeah. You know, you keep rolling it over and rolling it over, and, you know, it's it's amazing how quickly it grows. And it's yeah, already and been going myself, like that you know, for the I last couple of years. Put more in, but I don't want to. I don't want to get like you know too too deep into it uh, initially. I just kind of want to see how it plays out. Yeah, you're not wrong with that. You know, you just yeah. in, like you said, invest what you can, and, or not invest, but you know, yeah. typical <laughs> rule of you know terms. <laughs> but um, you know, you do what you can, and just you know, just watch it. And the neat thing is with that calculator, it's on the it reads on the low side. You know, yesterday I was supposed to only have 250 hu and I had three, so nice. um, you know it's actually uh, it's it's geared towards the low side of things. So you'll actually do better than what it's telling you. Yeah, and I, I like what I've been hearing because you know I mean you know John and Kathy they're no slouches. You know Mm-mm. they know what's going on and. Yep. You know, and they they get on there, man, and they're they're just like you know, it's, it's like the greatest thing since sliced bread. You know, you know we've I've been working with them since 2017, and we've had winners, we've had losers, and luckily, even with some of the losers, we did well in because we got in early enough. That's where you know I had I bought one Bitcoin for 788 bucks, and I ended up with like 60. Um, wow. before the first Isn't... thing that we had, you know, bellied up on us and crashed. It turned out to be a scam, but we got in early enough that we did fairly well. And mm-hmm. um, since then, you know, we found some others that you know, are the same kind of programs, and unfortunately we didn't learn from the first one. We took a couple and we got screwed, and I lost several, you know, quite a bit of what I put in. Um, but... Um, now we're to the point where we've been burned so many times we know what to look for. <laughs> yeah. And when uh, that's why when John first heard about Hyperfund, the first thing he thought of was one of those first ones. It's like, uh, it sounds like that thing. <laughs> and then when we did some more digging, we could start to see the real differences. And, you know, the fact that uh, the guys that, you know, did the other ones were nobody knew who they were and, you know, it was just working so well, nobody cared kind of thing. But this, you know, we realize now that we need to know who the operators are, who's running it. And these guys are so big. I mean, they are so wealthy already that, you know, we're like ticks, you know, fleas on an elephant's backside compared to those yeah, guys. And, uh, you know, you hear a lot of people who say, well, you know, you get into crypto, just, you know, get in short term, you know, get take your profits and go, you know, get out. And these guys seem to be in it for the long haul. Yeah. Well, they definitely are. I mean, Ryan Zhu, actually, he saved Bitcoin. If it wasn't for him, none of the cryptos would even exist today. And that's the thing. I mean, he believes in it so much that he put millions of dollars of his own money into keeping Bitcoin alive until it recycled and basically came back from the dead. And, and of course, in the process, mined like 38,000 coins, which made him extremely wealthy. (laughs) Oh, Uh, but yeah he's a firm believer in it and he's just trying to help the little guy and just you know carry on and basically to as um uh even uh what's his name um uh andreas antonopoulos you know they talk disruptive 
you know, the Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies are disruptive to the status quo, the, the you know, the, the standard centralized banking system. And anything that disrupts the standard stuff, the status quo, the governments and the, the big bankers and all that, I'm in favor of it. Because those people, they're all criminals and they all need to be taken down. And that's what these guys are doing. You know, they're setting up a system with 30 million people in it that will ultimately, hopefully, drive Bezos. Well, you know, Amazon will go down, or not go down, but at least they'll have a, a major competitor. You know, good people. And all those kind of things. They're trying to set up that kind of stuff where everything that's out there now that's really taking advantage of people, they're going to come up with a good program that actually helps people. And we're part of that. You know, it's yeah, the hyper community. Even at that, you know, like with with that kind of a commitment and that kind of a conviction, yeah, um, you you would think that uh, you know it's got to have a lot of practical applications. Oh yeah, I mean, and they're constantly coming up with new things. Um, they just introduced a, uh, a crypto mining thing that you can do that basically you don't have to buy all the expensive equipment and pay the high end electric electric bills and everything else. Uh, you're just buying in, into the program, so to speak. You know, I haven't looked at it yet, but um, you know, that's just one more thing they have available. But, uh, but all the different things and the educational stuff yeah, they I have mean, is great. I mean, there's there's a there's a practical application for each cryptography, right? For each block, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And and so yeah, I mean. You know, I, I saw where he's dealing with all kinds of, you know, government entities, you know, banks, you know, whatever it may be. And I'm going, okay, so what is their angle? How are, how are they using it? They're just growing a community, primarily. And, uh, you know... No, no, I, I, mean, I mean the actual people that, that they're doing business with. How are those people using it? I honestly couldn't tell you. Yeah, um, I know some really of them, it's like kind of like a shark know. tank kind of thing where they find people with good products and they provide the investment capital. Um, so they're helping people get off the ground. And that's one of the things that our funds help with. And then, of course, there's a, a good turnaround back to us as a result. And they've got things worked out where they are able to project you know, future outcomes based on what they're doing and who they're working with. And that's why they have that item number seven in the terms of agreements to basically say if at any time they can't uh, or their projected earnings don't match up with what needs to be paid to people, they've got $100 million worth of digital assets that they will uh, liquidate to make sure that everybody is made whole. Uh, that's something that you never see, I've never seen anywhere. You know, if most of the time it's, you know, too sorry, bad, that, so sad. That, that not only includes your initial investment, but that includes the money that that's. I'm sorry. That includes the, every the, penny uh, they're going to pay that you. That's generated, correct? Yep, that includes everything. Yeah, wow. I mean, yeah. you know, for I mean, with thirty million people in and and a hundred million, you said. Well, they'll change yourself, that as time know, goes I mean, on. If this thing generates as much as they say it does, and they've only got $100 million set aside, how are they going to make everybody whole? Well, again, they don't have 30 million people yet. And no, I'm sure yet. that as they get those people, that number in the agreement will increase. Change. They'll okay. just keep boosting it. You know, if they've got it there now, they're going to make sure that they increase it to whatever they need to to make sure everybody that's currently there will be covered. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's and they got it. Like they're, you know, <laughs> they're, 
you know, it's like, who does that? Nobody does that. Yeah, that's what I mean. These guys are rock solid. And um, if you haven't seen it, the video that we listened to last Monday, um, it's on my website on the uh, Your DIY Wealth uh, page. And it's, um, let's see here. It's the one that says, you see uh, blue letters, Bridge Advisors, LLC. It says at the top, the Hypertech Group and Hyperfund, a special guest bridge. Um and right above it says the video below is a great presentation that describes the process and how safe it is. Um, this guy did a deep dive into Ryan Zhu and Sam Lee and really does a good job in this video of explaining who they are, what they do, why it's a safe uh, thing to get involved in. Um, and, it, I mean, he did a good job. That's why I put it on the site. Uh, yeah, I heard that. Um, I happened to be listening live that day. Yeah. But that that's there for anybody else that hasn't heard it or wants to find out more. They can go to yourdiywealth.com and uh, click on the Hyperfund tab. It's right in the middle above the Contact Me button. And just look something. There's some videos on there. They're all really good. Um, the one right above that one I was talking about is um, the Next Blockchain Documentary, episode number six. And uh, basically, that one talks about Ryan Gio and Sam Lee. Um, it's a really, really good, I mean, these guys are so good that, uh, I forget who it was that actually did the video, but it's on YouTube and, um, it's, I think it was, well, I can't remember who it was about or who, who actually put it together, but it was a multi-series thing and, um, they did a good job of covering what these guys are all about, but it's a good, solid, safe investment, you know, not an investment, but safe to get into. And you can start with as little as 300 bucks. Whatever you put in will be tripled within 20 months. And they pay it back a half percent per day starting the next day. And when yeah, I started two months ago, I was getting 150 HU per day. Now I'm at 300. That's how much it's it's gone uh, just from re, rebuying every day. you're going to get 15% every month. Yeah, 15% a month. <laughs> Find me a bank or a CD or anything that will do that. <laughs> I mean, this is literally, uh, if I had money in a 401k or, or whatever these other things are, I would do everything I could to get it out and put it into this. Um, this Believe stuff me, that's is... got my mind uh, turning on that. I've, I've been thinking about that. But I, yeah. I don't know if I want to get that deep. You know? Well, either, even if you find a couple of different things, put a part into this and part into something else, the payout on this is going to be far better than anything else. And so far, the track record's shown they've been going rock solid for the last couple of years. And they actually, they started out where they doubled in 20 months. Now they're tripling in 20 months. You know, we don't know whether they're going to, you know, how long they'll keep that up. They could drop down back to double. They might go up to quadruple. Who knows? Um, if things continue to grow, if things get good, that's a possibility. Um, now, now, if you were to try to pull it out, though, you were to say, okay, well... You know, I'm just going to go ahead and convert it for, you know, to tether and then tether to USD. You, you can know, pull tether. out whatever you get that day. Uh, if you were to say, well, I've got a million in there, I'm taking it all, they would probably go, no. Can't you can't that. do that. That's, the, that's, that's something you have to agree to when you put it in. You agree that when you put it in, that money is, that's just like a CD or anything else. Um, it's in there, it's being used, it's, you know, and that kind of mm -hmm. thing. And in the process, you get paid back every day at half a percent. 
whatever you get, as long as it's at least 50 HU per day, you can draw that out and do whatever you want. You yeah, just yeah. have to know going into it that whatever you put in is going to be in there for the duration. Now, well, you don't so have, if you there, don't do rebuys, then in 20 mean, months, you'll have that, everything sorry, back. Like in your case, you know, let's say, hey, you know, I want to use some of this to, uh, you know, to buy a boat or whatever. Um, you know, how is, how would that work? Same thing. It's whatever comes out on a daily basis. Whenever I have at least 50 HU, like on my main account, I have, you know, right now probably 300 in there waiting on me. I could draw that out today. I could draw another 300 tomorrow. I could draw another 300 the day after that. I could uh -huh. do that every yeah. single day for 20 months, and at the end of 20-month period, I'll have back triple what I put in at least, and right. then the thing will be over. I'll have everything back. But so you can't case, pull the whole thing out at any given monthly. time. You can, and now, uh, if it generates that, you can pull it out? Yeah, whatever's in there, you can withdraw on, you know, whenever you have at least 50 HU. That's the minimum. And like I said, on my main account, I have 300 every day. So yeah. I, every day I could pull that out. Right. If I did that within 20 months, I would have three times what I put in back minimum, and it would be over. Yeah, so if you've got like, you know, 40 grand a month, you can only withdraw... 40 grand a month. <laughs> you, can, you can do that. Yeah. Okay. You know, at the end of 20 months, because I'm doing rebuys every day, you know, this is just rolling over and over and over. At the end of 20 months, I'll be able to pull out in that one month exactly what I put in. I'll be getting $1,300 a day or 1300 HU per day that I can pull out. And I'll also be buying, I'll do, be doing rebuys of 2000 per day. I'll be getting 3300 right. a day, actually. I could pull right. all that out and I'd have 90000 or 100 and something, so, 117000 a month. So, uh, so you can do, as long as it's generating that amount, you can mm -hmm. pull it out. Yeah. Okay. And with a debit card, you can spend up to 50000 a day. <laughs> That's a, that is amazing. Yeah. And they, you know, when you set up a card with that kind of a spending limit, you have to put down major money with Visa or MasterCard or UnionPay, whoever you're doing it through. And the yeah, two big ones, amazing. They're, they're Visa and UnionPay. But, um, yeah, if I, if I just simply wait 20 months... At that time, my first month, I can pull out exactly what I put in. I'll pull out 39000 which is what I put in when I started this thing. And I'll be able Sounds to do like that every month from that too. day on <laughs> and still have more in there. Because I'm I'm drawing 1300 a day, but I'm rebuying 2000 a day. So it's continuing. As long as you keep doing rebuys, then it will continue to roll and roll and roll 20 months beyond you know, every time you do a rebuy, you've got 20 months from that day to recover that amount. Unreal. Yeah, so it will continue to go. It's basically like a perpetual money machine at that point. Um, you know, it will pay me every month, and every, each month it'll get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. Uh, yeah, I'm I'll, still looking at that IPO that, you know, they're looking at doing. I'm wondering how. Yeah, how they're going to do that when they hit 30 million you know. people. Um, yeah, yeah, but if you were in on the ground floor of an IPO, how much would that generate? Yeah, and that's that's a thing. See, they you get certain rewards that are put into your account that can only be used for certain things. Like they're starting up their online mall that's going to basically compete with Amazon. And um, there's a certain amount in there that you can use for that to buy stuff and whatnot, or you can use it for the IPOs. 
uh, as time goes on. Wow. And uh, those are extra uh, rewards that are put in above what you're getting on your daily Talk rewards. Talk about diversifying. Yeah. So, um, I mean, they're, they're, and they constantly are doing more and more and more. Uh, they're just adding different things in. But they're going to do the IPO when they have the $30 million, and it will be a biggie. <laughs> oh, that's what I think, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking probably be well worth getting in, you know, and then they mm-hmm. at least have the opportunity to do it. Yep, yep, definitely. I can't see any downsides. Like I said, the only thing is you have to realize that whatever you put in is in for the duration. And mm-hmm. uh, as long as you do that, you know, you just use what is available on a daily basis. You can either reinvest it or you can pull it out. Um, your choice. Uh, the big, the smart move is to is to do rebuys and then let it grow and grow and grow and it'll get to the point where it'll be self-sustaining. Then yeah. you can pull out. Well, I, I just, I'm just glad that that program's available. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what, it's a in this day and age, it's going to be pretty wild. And I forgot to start the bumpers. The guys are starting now, so we're going to be running late. But Unplugged, appreciate you being here. And then Rebecca in the chat room, everybody else out there, take care of your bodies because it's the only place you have to live. We'll see you tomorrow. God bless you.